Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, Matt here. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. It is way back Wednesday. This is the day where we reach back into the archives and pull out old classic episodes. And we've been reaching back into the archives of the Do-Over podcast, the podcast that started it all. And I got another great one for you today. Enjoy. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career. Save your business. Save your health. Save your relationships. Save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. Welcome to Your Do-Over, coming to you live from downtown Los Angeles, and this is the place where I show people who want more out of life, people dissatisfied with their current situation, how to start over and begin a new life setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest. You can jumpstart Your Do-Over and lay a solid foundation for a better life by downloading the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free at freedoover.com. It's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over will put the legs under your table. They will lay the foundation for you to achieve. They will act as your traveling success coach, and they are yours for free at freedoover.com. Okay, let's talk about money today. Specifically, how to make it, how to grow it, and how to keep it. You know, after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quadrant, and now my new favorite book, The Millionaire Fast Lane, 
you know, I don't spend my time trying to make money anymore. Well, let me clarify. It's not my focus. My focus is not me making money. My focus is on creating assets or systems that make money for me. You know, with that shift in focus, my days look very different than they used to. I no longer make cold calls. I no longer go door to door asking for the sale. I've created systems that do that for me, and I continue to refine and improve those systems. That's my focus, and it's how I'm ensuring that I will never have to do over again. So, my focus is no longer on making money, but rather making systems that make money for me. And once you have a good system in place that makes you money, you can now refine, improve, and scale that system, causing your income, your money, to accelerate or grow, of which makes that system or asset appreciable. Because it's your system, you have control. And because you have control, through refinement and improvement, you can essentially force your appreciation, of which is the concept of wealth acceleration, creating or investing in controllable and appreciable assets. The third element, how to keep it. How to keep the money that you make. Well, easy enough. (laughs) Don't spend it. There. (laughs) All done. That was simple, right? No, I'm just kidding. But not entirely. I mean, when I say don't spend it, I am referring to cutting back on your expenses. I mean, that's time-honored wisdom, correct? Make more and spend less. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find an argument against that logic, right? All of the money experts promote this concept, from Susie Orman to Dave Ramsey to just about any money correspondent you see on TV. Cut your expenses. But here's where most of them miss the mark. They miss the mark by their recommendations of which expenses to cut. You know, if you were to take this logic of make more and spend less, of which I like, by the way, if you were to take that logic, you would want to maximize your making, right? And that's why you'd want to focus on creating controllable and appreciable assets and systems that make money for you. Now, to move forward really fast, you'd want to maximize the other end as well, spending less. And if you were to maximize your spending less, I mean, wouldn't it make sense to look at your biggest expenses and start there? You follow me? I mean, that's logical to me. And it doesn't seem like much of a reach, so I'm going to assume that you agree. If you want to maximize your spending less, cut back on where you're spending the most. That will create the biggest impact on your immediate situation. Cutting out your daily cup of Starbucks coffee is not the answer, by the way. That's not going to give you freedom. It's going to make you cranky more likely. I don't know why that's everyone's favorite go-to make a difference in your financial existence. I mean, poor Starbucks. I mean, cutting out your daily trip there is not going to make a difference. I'm not going to recommend you cut out your dining out. I'm not going to recommend extreme couponing. I'm not going to recommend that you cancel your gym membership, your premier movie channels, or or I'm not even going to recommend that you downsize your residence. I mean, you can do those if you want, but sheesh, (laughs) what kind of life would that leave you? Spending less money with those strategies will not get you to where you want to be. They will not get you your freedom. So, what will? What is your biggest expense? What is your biggest expense? You know, I don't even know most of you. And without knowing you, I do know what your biggest expense is. Do you? Have you guessed it yet? Well, over your lifetime, somewhere in the area, 50% of your income, 
the money that you get up and go to work for every day, all of your life, 50% of that income will go to pay taxes. Half your money. <laughs> like Eddie Murphy would say, half. You've got state tax, federal tax, gas tax, cigarette tax, capital gains tax, sales tax, inheritance tax, city tax, luxury car tax, property tax. You've got tax, tax, tax. Every time you turn your head, you're asked to pay a tax for something. Now, some of these taxes you have control over, and some you don't. But the good news is you have control over the bulk of them. The sad news is most Americans are completely unaware that they do. And even more tragically, many are aware and choose to do nothing about it. Personally, <laughs> I find that absolutely astonishing. But many in the know, they do nothing. Now, I know there's nobody that listens to this show that would do that. I mean, this is the do-over show, not the learn and do nothing show, right? I mean, if I could show you how to make a minor tweak or two in your current existence, a tweak that could essentially eliminate your biggest expense. I mean, for most Americans, it could virtually double their take-home pay from their job for the rest of their life. I mean, if I showed you how, would you do it? Are you sure? Would you do it even if it took a year to implement? I mean, we're speaking of a tweak here and a small tweak there in your life that would allow most of you to cut your tax liability down to almost nothing. Forever. Honestly. Ethically. Morally and legally. I mean, cut your tax liability down to almost nothing, even with the government's blessing. Would you do it? Are you sure? I want to make sure that you're sure because I'm only going to tell you what it is if you agree to do it. You know, as the old ancient Chinese proverb goes, to know and not do is to not know. The blind man that can't read is no different than the man that can read and chooses not to. Okay, I'll alleviate you from the suspense. Most of you have probably already guessed what it is anyway. It is a fact that most Americans could virtually eliminate their tax liability, their biggest expense in life by far. They could virtually eliminate it with the purchase of just a few investment properties. Yep, real estate. Real estate does this for you. And I know I bring up the subject of real estate frequently on this show. And I'm trying to bring it up less and less because I know not everybody listening to this show is interested in my real estate conversations. And that's why I started a second podcast just on real estate. But what we're discussing right now, what we're discussing today is not a real estate conversation. It's a money conversation. It's a your money conversation. Today is all about how to make it, how to grow it, and how to keep it. It being your money. This is what makes real estate such an ideal money vehicle, an ideal asset, an ideal investment. First and foremost, real estate has produced more millionaires and billionaires than any other vehicle. So we know it works in producing wealth. And we know it works really, really well. I mean, this statistic shows us that it works better than anything else in creating wealth. If done right, of course. With regard to our conversation today, real estate is an asset. And one that can easily be turned into a system that makes money for you. Like I mentioned earlier, focusing on making money is not going to get you your freedom. 
but focusing on making an asset or a system that makes money for you. That will. Real estate is probably the easiest way for the average American to incorporate this philosophy into their life. This philosophy of making a system that makes money for them. There are others, of course, and I will be covering others in the very near future, but I would like to spend the majority of my time on the one that gives the average American the greatest chance for success. The easiest chance for success. The easiest chance for achieving true freedom. Real estate, it's also a very controllable and appreciable asset as well. According to our guest on the last episode, MJ DeMarco, author of The Millionaire Fast Lane, this is how the wealthy accelerate their wealth creation, by either creating or investing in controllable and appreciable assets. Real estate is a controllable and appreciable asset, but it goes deeper. With a very simple, basic buy and hold strategy, I mean very basic, real estate slashes your biggest expense in life. I mean slashes it just by the nature of owning it. There's nothing for you to do to receive this benefit, by the way. There's nothing for you to do but own real estate. I mean, by the nature of our tax code, and as long as your CPA is up to date with the tax code, specifically the sections of the tax code that reference real estate, your biggest expense is slashed automatically. So, how would you like to double your take-home pay or increase it dramatically? Would that change your life a little bit? Would that help out right now? What would you be doing right now with double your current salary, double your current income? Where would you be doing it? And who would you be doing it with? You see, with the purchase of just one or two income properties, you can essentially do that, dramatically increase your take-home pay instantly. And it wouldn't even matter if you ever made a dime off the real estate itself. I mean, for this reason alone, whether you have an interest in real estate or not, And I know from the emails that I've received that some of you don't. But even if you don't, you deserve to pick up an investment property or two. You get to keep a whole lot more of the money that you're already getting up and going to work for every single day. And when we take our time-honored wisdom of getting wealthy, the one I mentioned earlier of make more and spend less, if you can do both of those at the same time with one activity, your path to freedom is going to be that much faster. And this is why real estate rocks. Done right, it does both of those for you at the same time. And anytime you stumble upon an opportunity that can do that at the same time, increase your income and decrease your expenses, it's worthy of your attention. If not worthy of all of your time and money, it's your freedom. Now we each place a different value on our freedom. We're each willing to go to different lengths to attain it. I know some of you, maybe many of you listening to my voice right now, you're getting what I'm saying. You get it. And you want to go out and incorporate this philosophy in your life. Go for it. I mean, really go for it. You will thank me. But I know just by mere statistics, I'd expect that the listeners of this show or the listeners of any show like this are probably more inclined to take action on this type of advice. But I still know that most won't. And the reason most won't, at least what I've noticed from my experience, there's still some effort required to acquire a couple of rental properties. There can be a significant time investment too. I mean, we're busy people. We've got our regular nine to five, or maybe you've got two jobs, or maybe you're working 10 to 12 hours a day running your own business. You've got to take the kids to soccer practice, softball practice, piano lessons. And if you've never purchased an investment property before, I'd highly advise that you get some education under your belt before you make that first purchase. That will take some time and an investment on your part. 
And then there's the big barrier that many often have at the front of mind. I don't have the money to buy an investment property, let alone two. I mean, you might be at a point where you're just trying to survive. I mean, you're living paycheck to paycheck. Or sadly, I meet a lot of people these days that don't even have a paycheck. They don't even have an income. I understand. You're not alone. Many feel the exact same way that you do. Many are experiencing the exact same thing that you are. Or, you know, maybe none of these scenarios are your scenario and you simply just don't know where to get started. What I've really reduced it to is most people won't take action on this advice because it's work. And if you're not passionate about this type of work, just not going to do it. I mean, some of you will manage to, but most of you just won't do it. And that's okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you for that. Your passion just lies elsewhere. But that doesn't change the fact that in the interest of your future, your freedom, you've got to figure this out. You've got to get it done. Well, for those of you that feel hindered by any of those circumstances, I recently met a really good guy, a nice guy of which is very successful. He's created great success for himself with real estate, and he's done so because after speaking with him a little bit, it's crystal clear that real estate is his passion. And he has this philosophy. If you want real estate done right, don't do it yourself. Share the responsibility with someone who is passionate about it. And he's a CEO of a unique company that has a few systems in place. One of those systems, it's a financial education system, one that gives people clarity, control, and confidence around their finances. He has another system in place that provides properties and prime markets with built-in equity and tenants in place and property management in place and built-in cash flow. And he has a system in place, of which is really my favorite. He has a system in place that helps people, people that think they don't have the time, money, or knowledge to invest in real estate. He has a system in place that helps those people specifically. And I get the impression that it's his favorite part of his business as well, as he used to be that person. And now he helps that person get on track toward the freedom he has been able to produce for himself. And get this, in 10 years or less. I mean, if you have the resources, he can certainly help you do it faster, seven years, five years, three years. But from a dead stop, a person starting from square one with limited resources, financial freedom is just 10 years away. How's that for a worst case scenario? Now he's a self-made millionaire with an amazing company that's out to change lives and he's quickly becoming a good friend of mine. And if you've happened to have met him, you'd likely consider him a friend as well. That's just the type of good-hearted guy that he is. You can tell that he makes friends probably everywhere that he goes. And I have him on the line to ask him a few questions. And if you want to know more about his company, I'll certainly give him an opportunity to share his company's information with you. But I really asked him to join us today because I sat in on a conference call with him a couple of weeks ago and he shared some concepts around money that go a little against the grain of common ideology, against what most of the ideas, concepts, and wealth creation strategies that most of us have likely been exposed to our entire lives. And I thought it would be some great information to share with you. Maybe it'll make a difference for you and, and maybe not. But at the very least, if it would make a difference for you, I would be remiss if I didn't at least invite him to the show. So I did. And you know what? He graciously accepted. So I have Chris Crone of REIC Global on the line. Chris, thanks for joining us here today on the Your Do-Over Show. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You bet. You know, before we get into the subject of money today, would you mind sharing with the listeners of this show a little bit about your background and the journey that has led you to where you are today? 
Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I, I've actually written a financial book, and it's all about my journey, because eight years ago, I was actually a struggling student in college. I didn't have a lot of money, but I had just gotten married. And after financially struggling enough, it began a journey of learning how to master money and learning financial principles that led eventually to purchasing a house very successfully, later hundreds of homes. And uh, today I have a, a company that financially educates and teaches people how to successfully manage their money, uh, how to invest it wisely into real estate. Uh, instead of uh, putting money into 401ks and IRAs and things that, frankly, just don't create any kind of residual income or now benefit, uh, I, I teach people how to take whatever money they have, whether it's small, sometimes non-existent, or a lot, and divest it successfully into real estate. And uh, uh, and, and it's a really wonderful business. So we've done uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of business with our clients, especially over the last three and a half years uh, through our company called REIC. And I uh, love teaching and educating people how to get to a space of eventual retirement. And that starts with the financial decisions of today. Nice. Thanks. Um, it sounds like you're, you're certainly having a success. And it sounds like you're having a great success when uh, everybody else is trying to figure out what to, what to do next. Well, I'll tell you, Matt, uh, what worked in the old economy is not working in this new economy. And even we ourselves went through a struggle period. And I've got to tell you, I don't think there's ever been a better time for creating wealth abundance than in this, what many call a recession or the new Great Depression. I don't think it could be a better opportunity. So you, you're bringing me on, I think, in a, at a very timely time. Yeah, you know, I actually, I actually agree, and it's your optimism that actually had me invite you on today. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I sat in on a conference call and heard you share some distinctions around money, specifically the types of distinctions that, you know, challenge the way the masses think about money. But Everything that you did share was just kind of wrapped up in this very simple philosophy of taking one's money and resources that are vested in low-yielding vehicles and moving them to higher-yielding vehicles. I mean, that's very simple advice. that makes all the sense in the world, and I really wanted you to come and speak on that. So can you give an example or two of what a common low-yielding investment someone might have and how they would move that to a higher-yielding investment? I appreciate that. That actually comes from Jean Piaget, an economist, French economist of the 1800s, and he said, well, creating wealth is simple. You just got to move your money from low to high yield, just like you said. And if you look at where we, uh, as Americans, are taught to put our money, there's a couple of common places. And the first one is we're taught to pay off our homes, and that's a really a fear-based thing that says, hey, at some point you want to get out of having that obligation of a monthly payment. Uh, the next thing we do is we put our money into 401ks, IRAs, uh, because our, our bosses and the government and financial planners tell us that that's a good idea. Um, and probably the third place where people put money is in the stock market. Also thinking that, well, if I want to invest, that must be in the stock market, correct? These are the three most, I think, common financial ideals. And if you look at the yield on each one of these, we can evaluate them to answer your question. Uh, if you have equity in a home, and I would ask, well, if you even have a dollar of equity, what does that pay you every month? You'd give me a weird cock, I'd look and you'd say, well, it doesn't pay me anything. And then I would ask, well, what are you earning on it? And the, the answer is the rate of inflation, which right now is less than negative 3%. So every time you put an extra dollar in your house, out of some fear that you want to hopefully someday eliminate the payment on it, you're putting your money in a place yielding you less than negative 3% pretty bad. Or uh, another example would be 401ks, IRAs. Uh, you know, if you've been putting money into a 401k for a number of years, great. What's that paying you? Well, 
The answer is nothing. Of course, it doesn't pay anything. But what about my annuity or what about my Roth or my IRA? Well, I just put money in. It doesn't ever give me money back. And likewise with the stock market, it's always about putting it in and then someday, hopefully, it's averaged a good ROI and, and is making something. And if, you, and if you look at the 401k or IRA or the stock market, they're a little better than the rate of inflation. They, they try to average 4, 5, 6, 7% over a 30-year average. But when you do take inflation into account, you're, you're sometimes making 1%, 2 or 3%. And my experience is that if I'm going to have a 30- or 40-year working life, my money growing at 1% to 3% isn't going to create enough for retirement. So i got to do something different. Would you like me to share maybe with your listeners, Matt, some different ideas of what, what would be a higher yield or what could be a, a safer choice that makes more sense? Sure, absolutely. And, and just before you do, you know, I've um, with my own coaching clients, I've noticed a couple... Um, I guess uh, mindsets around money in the sense that, you know, when it is in a 401k, when their money's in a 401k or any type of retirement plan or in the stock market, I notice that they don't really look at it as money because it's just numbers on paper. And then even more tragically, just because it's more money, or excuse me, just numbers on paper and there's some sort of financial planner or some sort of custodian that's telling them what they can and can't do with it, they think, they don't even think that they have control over that. And I know, I mean, that's not necessarily the case, is it? Well, and you know that the problem is, Matt, is that we actually, as Americans, we're never taught financially what the goal is. For example, I, I put money towards my own house that someday gets paid off because I'm afraid of having a mortgage payment. I see that as a risk. I can respect and understand point of view. I actually love to get things paid off. But if it's at the expense of the real goal, I've got a problem. What is the goal? Well, I think financially, if we want to create true financial security, we need to create a residual income that writes me a check every month, no matter what, that can cover my expenses. It's very basic. If my expenses are $3,000 or $9,000 a month, whichever it might be, if I residually could count on that money coming in no matter what, that would be the highest level of security. When you have your house paid off, you may have less expenses, but you may want to remember this. You can never cut enough expense to retire. It's always going to cost something to live. And so we have this financial paradigm as Americans that say, hmm, I'm not really taught about production, so if I have to balance a budget, if, if you've got a problem with your budget, let's say that you're checked to check or worse, let's say that you're losing $300 a month. Mm-hmm. You've got two ways to solve that problem. One is to figure out what you can cut. Do I cut out the cable? Do I sell one of my cars? Do I uh, downgrade my minutes on my phone? And we're taught to think that way. What we're not taught to do is to say, how do I produce $300 more a month? And it is only through the production line of thinking that you're going to create any amount of abundance or wealth in your life. We need to get training on how to think that way. Definitely. I mean, so, I, I, me, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, I can't, I can't agree with you more. And, and, and you wanted to, uh, I think, uh, you know, the mindset, it's obvious, you know, that it really does make sound logic. So that's the mindset. That's the philosophy. That's the, the principle and the theory. Maybe you could touch a little bit on the how-to. Yeah, you know, I have a whole system, and that's a whole lot to cover in just a, a brief conversation. But I'll at least give you some high, uh, some some examples, a high level set of examples of what I've done with thousands of people. Um, for example, uh, I had mentioned that I love real estate, and I love real estate for a number of reasons. There are a number of ways to do it wrong, and uh, I do believe there is a right way of doing it. Uh, one of my strategies is I go into the markets, the hottest markets. Uh, I'll give you an example of one right now. Phoenix. If you go to Phoenix right now, 
you're going to find houses that we're selling for $250,000 and you can buy them in, at the market for $100,000 now. Now, I, I go to the auction. I, I, I provide my clients with the special service. I can get those homes for even seventy or $80,000. Uh, imagine buying a house that was worth two fifty for $70,000. Well, it, it, the rebuild cost in that market is $150,000, a double. So there's reason to believe that that market eventually has to come back even to its rebuild if we're even going to sustain an economy in that part of the world. So simple strategy, now all of a sudden you have an opportunity to buy a house, let's say for $75,000, take a look at either your 401k or your IRA or your stock market or your equity that are earning you, let's call it, uh, you know, zero, 1%, 2%, or the equity in your home earning you negative 3%. If we go to this definition of putting it to a higher yield, when I buy that house for $75,000 that rents for the same amount today as it did when the house was valued at two fifty, dollars I'm going to produce a cash flow, probably $400 a month on that house, which is going to come out to being over a 20% per annum return, which means that if I was earning negative 3% in my house, I could take a very small amount of equity out of it, put it into this other house, and this new house is generating... 20%. That's a, that, that's a 20% spread. Uh, and all of a sudden, I have a cash flow. So now my the equity that was sitting in my house doing nothing now amounts to an extra $400 a month. Now, my mortgage may have increased $100 a month, so I'm going to net $300 new dollars a month. I solved my cash flow problem. Or, for example, you could take an IRA or you could even borrow against a 401k or take the stock market and do something very similar. Right. What would your advice be to someone with no money or no credit? I mean, specifically, my listeners, they consist of, you know, most of them are starting over in life. They're finding themselves with limited resources. And, you know, what I found surprising recently is that uh, I have a significant audience of younger people, people in college or just recently graduated, you know, and they too likely have limited resources as well. What would you recommend to them on their road to financial freedom? How would, how, what would you recommend how they get started? You know, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, it's exactly probably how I got started. Um, one of my strategies, there are many ways that you can do it, Matt, but uh, one of the ways that I did it, for example, when I was in college is my wife and I were very poor financially. We had just a couple thousand dollars in the bank and we counted ourselves lucky. Uh, I had an opportunity to go out and buy a house that had a, had a mortgage of $500 a month, but a basement that would rent for 500 a month. And what happened is instead of renting for this dumpy place for 400 a month, I actually bought a house at a huge discount, kind of like that other example. Very easy to do this if you have the right knowledge. And this house that I bought, um, I was able to move in from a one-bedroom to a house that had now three bedrooms plus a separate mother-in-law apartment that made just about the entire mortgage. So I was living for basically for free. It cost me a few bucks a month. Um, that took... That took very little money. Um, if I remember correctly, when I went to the closing table, I was out of pocket just a little over $3,000, maybe $3,100. That's a very insignificant amount of money for me to buy a house that increased my net worth $50,000, but also meant that instead of having a rental liability of $400 a month, I was now living for free. So my net worth went up $50,000, and I was just about $400 a month better off than I was before. In fact, even better. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there, so... Are, there, are stra- there are great strategies out there. I've helped many people do that. I call kids all the time. Yeah, that's exactly how I got started. <laughs> that's so cool. 
I wish someone would have told me that my senior year in high school. <laughs> you know, your principles, Chris, they, they sound very similar to one of my all-time favorite books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I mean, it's a book that literally changed my life forever. Or let me clarify, it changed my thinking forever. I had to go out and figure out the how-to on my own. And it was a very expensive and time-consuming journey for me. I mean, not to mention very frustrating at times. Your company, though, REIC Global, as I understand it, has put a system in place that not only solves the how-to for people, but it actually solves the doing itself. And can you explain how your company helps your typical client? Well, you know, you, you've got to dive, be willing to dive in. If real estate is as good a strategy as I'm claiming it is, um, that is not a good enough reason to go out and say, well, fine, I'll, I'll learn how to become the master of that trade. Uh, real estate is extremely complicated. It's very intimidating. You know, people that make a mistake in real estate, it can cost them the farm. And, and that just scares a lot of people from even that bar of entry wanting to get involved. And so knowing this early on, um, I actually happen to be one of those guys that loves real estate, eat, breathes, and sleeps, crunches the numbers, wants to go out and look at homes. I can walk in a house that has yucky paint and see it already with the new paint. And even though I don't believe in fixer-uppers, you know, I, I, I get excited about real estate. I also recognize that a lot of people that try real estate really are only doing it for the money. And it is a great financial vehicle. But while most people are not up to the task of actually doing the real estate, uh, I decided to advocate and create a company, um, kind of what they call a power team. You pick up my real estate book called The Straight Path to Real Estate Wealth, or you purchase someone else's real estate book, and just about every one of them has a chapter that says, hey, you got to get a power team. Because, hey, you don't want to become the expert on title work. Go hire that out. And you don't want to become the expert on being a realtor. Go hire that out. You don't want to become the expert on mortgages. Go hire that out. I just decided to create a company that did it all. So essentially when my when when people come and work with me, um, I actually have so much faith in my system and such a mistrust in them that there's just a lot I won't let them do so they can't mess things up to be honest. Um and and so what ends up happening is I actually teach them how to be the president and owner of this cash flowing business. I teach them how to run it the right way and running this business takes, you know, half hour, an hour a month, and then my company can come in and, and essentially do all the work. And the best part is 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 we actually make our money because we get paid for by the seller. So I, I go and help you, Matt, go buy a home successfully, and I've got to get paid. But I know how to charge the people who are getting the home from those fees to be able to do that, but you don't have to come out of pocket. It's a, it's a, it's a really good win-win. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What a great service. You know, the the listeners of the show, they certainly know where I stand with regard to real estate, meaning everybody needs real estate. I mean, you really just don't have a chance unless you, you get involved in some capacity. And, and as I've proved, anybody can do it. I mean, I came from the music business. I got started not knowing a thing about real estate. But you know what I've come to learn is that although anyone can do it, you know, not everybody will. And even more tragically, you know, most people won't. And you might have kind of answered this already, but why do you think that is? You know, I call it, uh, Jim Rohn calls it the magic and the mystery. Everybody can, not everybody will. I'll add to it, not everybody should. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting. When I was in college, I got this, I got a job that was this telemarketing job, and it really didn't pay all that great, but I, I was fortunate to have a job. And when you're in college, you're not expecting a huge salary, so I was making my hourly 
but I noticed um, working for this one financial company that all these people were calling in that were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s. And I picked up on this interesting pattern. The 60-year-olds were all desperate. I need to make money. I need residual income. I, you know, The 401k didn't work for me. The IRA didn't work for me. What do I do? When I talked to the 50-year-olds, they're thinking, you know, retirement's kind of on the horizon. I probably should start looking at it pretty soon. The 40-year-olds were thinking, hey, I've still got time to goof off and figure this out. And the 30-year-olds had gotten out of college and were too busy racking up liabilities with big houses and multiple cars and vacations that they couldn't afford. And I think there's just, I think it's a, a financial maturity that without financial education, we procrastinate and wait to the last possible moment before we think, shoot, I should have done things different. And usually it's too late. And so, um, you know, I try to help people to start changing their thinking, start thinking much earlier on hey, you know, most people should start planning for their financial future 30 years in advance. I can help people come out with a great financial future just after five or 10 years. It's not get rich quick. It's a lot faster. My my uh, advice for anyone listening to this is figure out how to take action now in your life to have a better financial future today and tomorrow. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. That makes perfect sense. You know, Chris, you, you've shared a lot of great information with us today. I mean, almost to the extent it could be confusing to some, exciting for sure, but confusing nonetheless. And we know what a confused mind does. I mean, it does absolutely nothing. If someone wanted to learn more about your company or even get involved with your company, how would you recommend they start? What's the first step? You know, uh, if you pick up my book, it says that you got to have a game plan. You don't want to haphazardly say, shoot, I listened to this one guy and I think real estate's awesome. Let's go buy a house. Uh, that could be a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. I think that Everything, every step you take has to make sense within something I call a game plan. So I'd invite you to go to getyourgameplan.com, uh, www.getyourgameplan.com. And uh, there's going to be some great information on there. I'd also give you the opportunity to get a game plan. And so I, I recommend that everyone go there and have an opportunity to learn more about our company there. Uh, and, you know, it might be right for some people, may not be for other people. Either way, get as much financial education as you can. This is a great site to improve that financial education, and that's where I would go. Awesome. Awesome, Chris. You know, I know you're a very busy man. I really appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts with us. I mean, there was a lot more information that you had shared on that conference call that I'd heard last week that we didn't get to discuss today, but would you be open to coming back in the future? Yeah, I absolutely would. Great. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate that. Congratulations on your success, and uh, we'll chat soon. I appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Hopefully, today's episode has made a difference for you. At least started your wheels turning differently. Meeting Chris has certainly made a difference for me. And you know what? I took him up on his offer, and I went to getyourgameplan.com, and I got my game plan. I'd recommend that you take him up on his offer, and you do the same. It doesn't cost anything, and it was an extremely pleasant experience, by the way. I mean, I watched the video that's there. I filled out the short online form, then clicked the submit button, and I just waited for one of Chris's game plan specialists to call me back. And they did within 24 hours. And on that call, we set up a time to create my game plan. Took about an hour to do, and it was really cool after it was all said and done to see a plan specifically for my life, to have certainty and clarity around where I'm headed in the next 10 years. There's a lot of comfort knowing that I'll be a millionaire within 10 years if all else fails. And what I mean by that is, and I, I think you all know my story in the music business, I created some really good success for myself early in life, and then something totally out of my control came along, pulled the rug out from under me, 
a new technology, the digital download specifically. And you know what? It wiped me out and I had no plan B. I had to start over from scratch. I mean, that is my do-over story. That experience is what gave birth to the whole do-over idea. Fortunately, I was 34 years old when that happened and I still had some time to start over. But you know what? Now I'm 41. I'm going to be 42 in a couple of months. And I just had a son and I don't want to get caught with my pants down again. I can't afford for some unforeseeable event to wipe me out again in the way that the digital download did and have to start all over again. You know, I'm not even sure if I'd have the energy to do so. So I'm contemplating working with Chris and buying a lifetime membership with his company for my plan B. You know, after going through the game plan process, I see how it could very easily be my plan A as well, or anyone's plan A for that matter. But I think I'm going to go for it. The lifetime membership is $9,997, 10 grand. And, you know, that's a decent chunk of change, at least enough for me to do my due diligence around Chris and his company. But in the grand scheme of things, I mean, to know my plan B will have me hit the 10-year mark with a seven-figure equity position and a six-figure annual passive income, it's really not that much money at all probably the cheapest insurance policy you'll find out there. But that's just my thought process, and you certainly have yours. I guess I'm just thinking out loud at this point, but I'll keep you posted as to what I decide. But at the very least, I highly recommend that you go get your game plan at getyourgameplan.com. Watch the video and request your game plan. Chris's game plan specialists are very informative, very professional and helpful. And after that hour session, you'll have your game plan sitting right there in front of you. And then you'll have the option You can have REIC do it for you by way of purchasing their membership, or you can just take your game plan and go execute it yourself. So that you know, it is a business. Your game plan specialist will ask you to join REIC, but you know what? That's all that they do. They just ask. I was really relieved that there was no sales pressure. It was a very enjoyable and refreshing experience. It's perhaps why Chris's company has been so successful to this point. You treat people well, they treat you well. Anyway, I'll keep you abreast if I choose to follow through and purchase a membership, but at the very least, invest an hour and get your game plan at getyourgameplan.com. And you know something I heard Tony Robbins say once? He said that most people spend more time planning their summer vacations than they do their lives. Now, (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know how you would assess that. But if that is the case, don't be that person. And as a wise man once said, It might have been a woman. I'm not sure who the author was, but it was a wise person nonetheless. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Go to getyourgameplan.com and get your free game plan. That's it for today. God loves you and so do I. I am Matt, the do-over guy, and I will see you on the next episode of Your Do-Over. Thank you for tuning in to Your Do-Over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action action on what you learned today. This is not your learn-over. It's your do-over. To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio on Twitter at The Do-Over Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.